0: Hello runners, welcome to the I Run Things podcast, the podcast for the everyday runner in search for that extra bit of motivation to get out there. My name is Susie and I am your host. Today we have a very special guest for a very special 15th episode of the podcast. I am so excited to bring you Ted Metellus. VP of events with the New York Road Runners and Technical Director of the TCS New York City Marathon. The New York City Marathon, the largest marathon in the globe and one of the most prestigious running events would have celebrated its 50th anniversary in November. The marathon is one of the highlights of fall in New York City and a spectacle for endurance sports, attracting more than 50,000 runners and roughly a million fans who line up nearly every accessible space of the 26.2 mile course through Staten Island, Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx and Manhattan. So yes, the New York City Marathon would have celebrated its 50th anniversary this year if it weren't because of COVID-19. There is, however, a silver lining and one that I am very much looking forward to being a part of. For more inspiration and interviews with other running personalities like TED, don't forget to visit our other social media platforms. The links will be in the show notes. But Before we go into the interview, here's a message from our sponsor. If you are an avid runner like me, you know how hard it is to train in this heat. If you're as busy as I am, you most likely try to wake up as early as possible to put in your miles. However, let's face it. The humidity is very high all across the nation this time of year. Your other option, of course, is to wait till later in the day, but then the mosquitoes are piranhas. They could eat you alive. And who wants to go to the gym with this pandemic looming? The solution, purchasing a lifespan treadmill. It has truly changed my life. Now I do not worry about the heat or the humidity or being eaten alive by mosquitoes. I just run in the comfort of my own home whenever it suits my busy schedule. Lifespan treadmills come with all the bells and whistles you want at an unbeatable price. To get one, click on the link in the show notes below. And now without further ado, Let's listen to Ted's interview.
1: is my name, and I am the Vice President of Events and Technical Director of the TCS New York City Marathon. Recently, someone asked me if I was in charge of uh, IT and internet connection. And thousands of volunteers that are engaged with the event spread out through the entire experience. At Roadrunners, it's truly a community, and it's a -a 365-day-a-year community. Cater and service all runners of all types. You're at the finish line, especially as the day gets longer. I challenge you to not get emotional.
0: Ted. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Susie. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm great. I'm, I'm just so excited to have you on board. Um, I, I'm just delighted to have you as a guest. And I know that many, many of the people who are going to uh, be watching this on my YouTube channel or listening to the podcast know who Ted Metellus is, but I would like for you to introduce yourself and tell us what you do for the New York Roadrunners.
1: Uh, so, I am, well, Ted Notellis is my name, and I am the Vice President of Events and Technical Director of the TCS New York City Marathon. Uh, I've been with Roadrunners for a number of years. I actually worked at Roadrunners back in the early 2000s uh, as an event manager and a contractor, left and then came back about two and a half years ago. Um, I am an avid runner, uh, a casual runner, if I may say. Uh, <laughs> with um my as I'm getting older my speed isn't as fast as it used to be but I've ran about 33 half marathons since 2007. My first half marathon was um in Philadelphia uh so uh that race is always close to my heart and I've ran two full marathons and surprise surprise both of them were in New York so (laughs) very Um, good i live here in new york and work here in new york but uh love to travel love to run and i love to stay healthy and active
0: right and it's funny you say philadelphia because philadelphia marathon is very close to my heart
1: ah yes i live in philly so uh philly is uh it's my first half uh and will always be a race that i will run uh as long as i physically can and my schedule permits me
0: right very nice so i wanted my viewers and my listeners to know a little bit more about how and why you became a runner
1: wow uh i ran in high school uh, i went to an, a small all yeah. boys high school in the bronx new york um i ran cross country um just to be part of a team sport i was not a very good cross country runner i was very <laughs> slow uh almost always last uh, I learned as I grew older that running and I'm sure you and your listeners and viewers can, can attest to this running is probably more mental than it is physical. And while being young and strong and able to run, I couldn't get over the mental barrier of, you know, staying strong and staying consistent while I was on the course. Um, we had a pretty good team. We had a successful team. We won like the Bronx championship, uh, in Van Cortland park way back in the day. And, uh, But my running stopped after high school and uh, didn't start again until the early 2000s when I was back in Roadrunners and just being inspired by the healthy lifestyle of running, being around runners all the time. I used to take my lunch breaks. uh, At the time, the office was uh, literally across the street from Central Park. So I would walk outside the office for lunch and do a small, you know, 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute run. And it would build mileage and get stronger. And then I started running in our races um, and then I started realizing that running was a, a portal to being able to see and engage um, see cities engage with people uh, wow. and I, I, I for about five years I worked for a competitor group in the Rock roll Marathon series so I was an event manager and, and logistics operations lead for about six or seven markets throughout the us and the best way to see a city is running the best way to get engaged and understand your course and your route was actually getting out there and running. So yeah, I, I you know, again, I'm, I'm a big guy, I run casually, I ran this morning and love it. I love what it does for my mental, I love what it does to my body. Uh, I was recently asked if I, uh, if I meditate and yes, I quiet my mind and get myself centered, but there's nothing better than when you're out there running and you're not listening to any music, you're not listening to anything and all you hear is your breathing and your footsteps. Like that is, that's what centers you for sure.
0: Right. It's so interesting because that's what I feel when I'm running. Like I say this to people, if I don't run in the morning, if I run in the morning, I'm in a good mood for the rest of the day. If I don't run in the morning because my time doesn't allow me to run and I have to run at night, I am improving my mood, but it's right before I have to go to bed. (laughs) So that's why I like running in the morning.
1: Yeah, I, I fully agree with you. Um, I am a happier, better person when I'm out and I run. I like to run in the mornings um, just to, you know, not, not just to get, get it over with, per se, but to get the day started well um, and get myself centered. I mean, obviously, with, the, um, with being home with COVID and living in an apartment in New York City, I don't have a yard. I don't have open space, but I do have the parks. So I don't live very far from a park. And it's about a mile and a half uh, from my apartment, uh, Fort Tryon Park. And I'll run in there, and it's a completely different space. And I've ran a little over 100 miles every month the last, you know, four or five months. And uh, it's been what has centered me and kept me sane.
0: Right, right. That's wonderful. So I know that you are the VP of events. And I am familiar with the events that the New York River Banners put together I've run races in New York City before with other organizations. The time, my first New Yorker runners race was um, Joe Kleinerman, the 10K, because I signed for the 9-plus-1. 10K, the, yes. But this year, and I PR'd. Nice. I PR'd, yes, in that one, and then I PR'd in Fred LeBeau for the half. So my experience with the New Yorker runners has always been, I mean, I've run three races. but. Um, it's been wonderful because you guys have this nailed down to an art. And nice. I wanted to give you that feedback because I've run with many organizations. Um, and, and you feel that sense of safety that you don't feel with other, like I am with my people. I am yep. with, I'm in, 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 an, in a space where I know things are under control and nothing is going to happen because I'm just going to run and do my best. And and it's just that sense of community.
1: Community Um, is word. that's, that's exactly what it is. Um, at Roadrunners, it's truly a community and it's a 365 day a year community. Um, our goal is to help and inspire people through running um and we do that uh through a variety of different programs obviously and we cater and service all runners of all types you know everything from our you know rising new york roadrunners youth events to our senior striders programs we like to keep people happy healthy and engaged and the community of running is it's truly embraced at roadrunners so it's amazing that you felt that coming here running a handful of races and i love the fact that you ran the races of our our founders of our race you know with with you know Coach K, who I actually knew and met and worked with for for years prior to his passing. Fred LeBeau, I never had the pleasure of meeting him, but obviously his legacy lives on. Uh, I think the only race you needed to say was uh, Ted Corbett, and then you would have had the trifecta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I ran Al Gordon, the four miler.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, Al, yeah, yeah. all close to me because those are. I mean, I had the pleasure of meeting Al Gordon when I was an event manager many years ago, and he started running at a later age and loved the community engaging with running. So, uh, you know, there are races that are tagged to parts of our, m- members of our running community. Um, Greta White's being one of them as well, Greta's Gallop. Uh, you know, those are all amazing races because they're connected to people who were the foundation of New York World
0: Right. So in terms of, you know, being a technical director of the New York City Marathon, what does that mean? being a technical director, what are you in charge of?
1: <laughs> it's funny, um, recently someone asked me if I was in charge of uh, IT and internet connection. And, <laughs> and I said, no, not really, but I am involved in connecting for sure. Um, so I am falling in the line of other great technical directors, Alan Seinfeld, Jake uh Peter Chacha, Jim Heim, those are all technical directors prior to, we are, we support the race director uh, in the event. So we're almost like their chief operating officer working alongside the event leads that manage, you know, volunteers, transportation, uh, course operations, start line, finish line, post finish, safety and security. So I'm dialed in with all of those team leads. Uh, along with our city partners, our other departments, PR, media, sponsorship, partnership, community, all of those groups. So I am a a piece of all of those teams, like a hub to a wheel that connects everybody there. Uh, I am able to provide uh, resource and support to the team. I'm also able to provide resource and support to our city officials and partners as well. So um, it's amazing where I don't necessarily need to know every single thing, Um, but I need to be able to provide support to all of the different teams, you know what I mean? So be a part in helping to find the solutions to any of the challenges that are there. So that's a blown up word of just saying the technical director is the connection between the operations team, the race director, and the community.
0: Right, and I imagine putting together an event like obviously the New York City Marathon, it's just because of the complexity of the city itself. I mean, it's a mass, and the amount of runners and people who get out there. So how many people do you engage? Like how many volunteers, for example?
1: Wow, it's um, a great question. I probably should do my homework a little bit better. So we have, um, you know- Approximately. Thousands, yeah, thousands of volunteers that are engaged with the event spread out through the entire experience. So um, everything from, the volunteers that are welcoming you as you get to your buses, the volunteers at the start line village that's helping give out water and food, obviously the volunteers throughout the course that are providing aid station support and guidance, uh, and the volunteers at the finish line. So there are thousands of volunteers that provide a variety of support there, along with, you know, staff and and, and teams of members that are part of the community of the, of the marathon. Um, one of the things that's really fascinating is the marathon, is, you know, going this would have been the 50th year, the 50th running of the race. There are families that are multi-generational that are connected to the marathon, either as a volunteer at an aid station uh, or somebody that has come out as part of their family ritual uh, and they come out and they cheer on the runners. And then that's their thing that they do. The first Sunday of November, we all come together and we're out there with our coffee in our hand and we're waving little runners and saying hello and cheering people's names. So uh, the marathon is tremendous and it's it's a huge, huge, huge undertaking. And what's beautiful about it is um, the city embraces it. The community embraces it, and the world obviously comes together.
0: Right, right. I actually signed up to be a volunteer at the marathon, and I was I I, I was like, bumped that he was cancelled it couldn't be any other way but um i was a marshal at the end at the finish line and i was so happy <laughs> like oh my god i'm gonna get to be there and seeing the people at the end and i chose the latest um you know how there's shifts yes. so i chose the latest shifts because i thought if i'm going to be there i want to be there for the branders that are slower you know like the, the kind of the back of the backers. so yeah, yeah. so
1: Yes, I would go ahead. challenge you to have that opportunity and that experience. And I've been in the events industry for 22 years. I've seen all kinds of things. When you're at the finish line, especially as the day gets longer, uh, I, I challenge you to not get emotional. I challenge oh. you to feel that magic. Um, that is, uh, it, it's pretty impressive when you're there and you're seeing people and and you can see the emotion that they have the energy that they have of what they just accomplished it's uh it's a pretty amazing experience
0: right um the marathon went virtual i actually signed up to do the virtual marathon um so i need to start wrapping up you know ramping up my miles um to be there for that
1: when it starts and uh obviously you have the the dates and information you have the various tiers that you could participate in Uh, For members of your your audience, you know, go to newyorkworldwomeness.org for all the details about it. But yes, come out, come participate. We want to make it the largest virtual marathon in the world, just like we have the largest in-person marathon in the world.
0: I am sure it will be, and I'm going to do my part to make it happen. I'm going to spread the word and spread the love.
1: You are part of that community, so please. I am,
0: yeah, and I feel so grateful for you and your time today.
1: Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I, I'm honored by this. I mean, thank you to you. Thank you for Frankie Ruiz and Tim Murphy for recommending this connection. Um, it's all about, again, connecting the running community. Uh, there's nothing that is cooler than, you know, either when you're in an airport and you're traveling or when you're in a train station and you're walking around and you run into a fellow runner, somebody that has their t-shirt on or or of a race that you've ran or participated in and you could strike up a convo with them. So uh, yes, you are Part of the thread of that community so thank you so much
0: thank you ted for your time absolutely. i appreciate you so much absolutely
1: thank-, thank you
0: thanks for all you do thank you
1: thank you, you.
0: So very much. thank you take care I hope you enjoyed this interview with Ted Metellus. It was an absolute honor for me to have such a guest and bring him over to you on the podcast. Speaking of which, you can also watch this interview on my YouTube channel at www.youtube.com backslash things. If you're interested in running the virtual New York City Marathon, please head over to the New York Road Runners website. That's n-y-r-r dot O-R-G. As Ted said, they offer different tiers, including an entirely free option. With the free option, you get a 10% off their coaching essentials to train for your New York City Marathon a 30-day free Strava subscription, and then finishers receive a discount on a purchase or lease of a brand new Volvo, and most importantly, let's face it, a Strava digital finisher badge that gives you bragging rights. If you decide to do this virtual marathon, please use my hashtag, I Run Things, and use the hashtag of the marathon itself, Marathon. And please don't forget to visit the I Run Things community on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please come back to listen to more episodes. As always, run fearless, you guys.